Welcome back to the Artboard, guys, where we have conversations about creators, industry news, and trending styles in art and design. This is a show for young and emerging creatives who are curious about the world. My name is Dennis Din, a first-generation Vietnamese artist and designer. And I'm Chris Trung. I'm a first-generation Vietnamese firefighter along with actor. Thanks for joining us this week. This is episode four, and today we'll be talking about community. Yes, community. What that means to us and how we can give back to the community, right, Dennis? For me personally, community stands at the forefront of my top five values. Um, that's where everything comes from for me. And to start off this podcast, I want to launch in with the question from Josh Landicho. He asks us, how can a creative have an impact on community? Good question. There are there are so many ways um, that creatives can have impacts on communities, but uh, I want to read off my five favorite. Um, the first is artists and creatives can entertain and bring joy to communities. They can reflect community values. They document community history. They can start a dialogue and they can educate and inform us on issues and points of view from within the community. Yeah, those are all really good, Dennis. I think, I think one of my favorites is the reflects community values that you're mentioning. So let's talk about that first point. Um, when I mentioned that creatives can entertain and bring joy to community. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but Chris, do you want to do you want to announce something to our audience? Yeah, so I work full time as a firefighter, but on the side, I found it very entertaining and a form of expression to be an actor. And I actually just recently got offered a contract with an acting agency. So as of this moment, I'm getting ready to sign it. So uh, really great opportunity to display and represent Asian Americans on the mainstream media. So I'm really excited for that. When you grew up as a child, how did you see um, representation for the Asian community? Yeah, so representation for the Asian community on the TV, on in movies, next to none. I mean, I think growing up, the closest thing we had to Asian American representation is like what? Shaolin Showdown? And it's a short little bald-headed yellow monk oh my with chinky God. eyes so boom there you go there's your representation man i think the the one figure that i remember from my childhood was london tipton or they they played off london tipton as the antithesis of what they were doing beforehand um to kind of show us that there were other sides but it was it was kind of interesting that the, w- the way that they did it um yeah very interesting indeed so chris is actually also launching his own podcast with his friend john um, Chris, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so our podcast is called Just Asian Things Podcast, and it's essentially us talking about our Asian American perspective and what we kind of see and what we think through our Asian American lens in the tiny bubble of Orange County. So we're not saying it's inclusive of all Asian perspective across the board. But it's one perspective, and hopefully that perspective will allow us to start a wave of other creatives to to represent the rest of the Asian American community. Mm-hmm. And um, I I'm curious to know as a as an artist and as an actor, why entertainment? You know what? The I think the biggest reason why I got into entertainment was. I thought it would be fun to do. And I make a lot of these impulsive decisions where, yeah, 
that sounds fun. And then I just jump right into it. And the more I did it, the more I was like, I kind of like what this is about. Um, number one, I'm having fun. Number two, I think it's very important to have Asian American representation. So even things out. It's cool that you jumped into it like that. And that's actually how I jumped into design as well. Um, I started off with photography because I was always gifted with cameras growing up as a kid. Um, but I remember before going into art school, I saw Sophia Chang, a uh, Korean graphic designer and illustrator on Instagram. And I loved the work that she did. And I remember my takeaway was, dude, this is dope. And, and I think I want to do this too. And that's what got me going into um, design specifically. Yeah, that's really amazing how these people are able to take the first step and inspire waves right after they lead the charge. So I think that's really awesome. I think, uh, I think you're a trailblazer in a way, um, which brings us to our second point, because as a creative and as an actor, and for myself as a designer, um, and especially as first generation uh, Vietnamese Americans, uh, we are reflecting our culture and our community values um, outward into the world. And I feel like in the industry, sometimes there is this very um, narrow perspective on the Asian community um, or on the Vietnamese community. Um, people only know so much because there's not a lot of representation. And among the Vietnamese community, there are so many different um, subcultures uh, within the groups. And we're, we're not a monolithic um, group of people. Uh, we all have our own interests. We all have our own values. We care about different things. And the cool thing about creatives um, coming out of this community is that we're able to reflect ourselves and build a wider perspective of our values for the world to see. Definitely agree with all of that. It's so important. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, as we're reflecting our values um, out, as we're outwardly reflecting our values, we're also documenting our history by doing so. Because by creating art or by creating podcasts or by working in entertainment and acting and um, being a part of shows, um, we're able to uh, create history as we're living it, uh, which I think is fascinating. Yeah, it's really awesome. The small little decisions that we make might have a longer lasting impact than we realized. That's totally cool. Um, what kind of legacy do you do you want to live uh, leave on the community? Yeah, for me, like I just want to be a positive role model. I I want to show kids who maybe don't have anyone to look up to, like, hey, these are the things that you can accomplish if you're determined, if you have the motivation, and you realize that even if the cards are stacked against you, you'll find a way. And you will figure it out. You know. As a kid, I feel like I was often told no, and um, and that was that was very discouraging. Um, but seeing Asian American uh, artists, especially uh, when YouTube was becoming popular, and I would see people like um, Ryan Higa and uh, the Fung Brothers and and all these like uh, famous YouTubers who were all Asian, and I didn't really see that growing up. And when I saw them, I started thinking that you know like these are people that look just like me. And um, if they can do it, why can't I do it? Um, which was like really motivational and inspirational. 
Um, shout out to like what was his name? Like Kev Jumba. I remember I would be watching all yeah, of his videos. Kev Jumba, definitely the epitome of Asian American YouTuber during its inception. Um, and on top of that, the great thing about creating art is that once it's out there and once people are able to see it, um, you're able to start a dialogue. I feel like with these artists that we just mentioned, um, me and you are able to kind of connect on that level and begin talking about it in terms of ourself. And uh, we kind of, we, we take it in and now we're thinking about like, hey, like we can do this too. Um, and I feel like that might have never happened if it wasn't for people um, creating art. Definitely. You definitely have to thank all of the legendary icons who came before us for leading the way. And the last point that I made earlier was that creatives can have an impact on community by educating and inform us and informing us on issues and uh, points of view. Uh, I want to take a look at an artist that I learned about recently. Um, her name is Habiba El Sayyid, and she is a Muslim woman living in America in post 9-11. And she creates work that informs the world about the life of a Muslim American woman in, in America post 9-11. Um, I remember during that time, in the news, I was always seeing very, very discriminatory um, newsreels and um, all these like racist statements and the way people started talking about Muslim American women and um, and Muslim Americans and Muslims um, in general and and pretty much like ripping them um, just based off of their the way that they looked or the, relig the religion that they believed in. Um, and the thing is, is that when we're relying on one source of news, um, especially the news of an outsider who knows nothing about Muslims or Muslim Americans, um, you're kind of being, your views are being shaped to hate a type of people um, because, of, because of ignorance and because of not understanding yeah, it's really important to make sure that we're open-minded, making sure that we're checking these different media outlets and not letting our xenophobia get to us, which even as Asian Americans, we still feel the impact of on other minorities as well. So you're definitely right, Dennis. And when one group of people get attacked, I feel like we all get attacked. Sometimes we feel like because these events are targeted at, at other groups of people that we are completely unrelated to the issue. Um, but as a body of black indigenous people of color, um, I think we have to stand together as a community. And when one group is targeted, for me personally, I think that I'm also targeted. Um, and so I appreciate artists like El Sayed because she creates work that um, shines a light on issues um, that mainstream media doesn't represent and is often um, kind of swept underneath the rug. And so as an artist, one of my goals as a creative is to um, create work that shines a new light on certain perspectives that I feel like have been misconstrued against the uh, Asian community, especially right now in times of uh, this pandemic. I've been seeing a lot of discriminatory news, a lot of racism against the Asian community because of COVID-19.
Yeah, it sucks so much that that's been the case when you have essentially this message of, hey, we'll get through this together. And at the same, same time, time, you're, you're isolating, isolating this large population for an unrelated cause. cause. And it's just never cool to essentially act that way. So that's very unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. But uh, I guess on a good note is that as creatives, you have the power to, um, you know, shape shape that perspective and, and steer the conversation um, in a different way and to kind of use your voice as a creative to fight back against that um, that racist voice, that, that dogma that um, exists in Western society. Yeah, it's amazing that we have this opportunity to essentially change the narrative and it's kind of up to us to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, besides those five points, uh, how do you think creatives can impact communities? Kind of similar to some of them, the other things I think you were saying about values, but essentially being an exemplary role model, like showing everyone all of the good traits that make you who you are, you know, like, are you philanthropic? Are, are you philanthropic? Are you caring in nature? Do you try to lift up those who are trying to get started in the same path? Like for myself, I love teaching others what I know so far, and I'm still learning every day. So those I think are good qualities of a good role model. So we have another question from Josh. He asked us, who's your favorite artist that has made a visible impact on community? Um, Chris, are there any creatives or creators that you look up to that you see as role models? Hmm. Yeah, so right now the big hot name in Hollywood for Asian Americans is Simu Liu. Um, great job on being the first Asian American superhero of Marvel. That has done so much for the community in terms of representation and in terms of, hey, Asians can be superheroes, Asians can be strong, sexy, big. It, it does such a good job of exemplifying all of the good things that we haven't had up to this point. Um, for those of us who don't know who she is, could you tell us a little bit more about her? Uh, Simi Liu, he's the Asian American superhero in the new Marvel movie that's coming out, uh, Shang-Chi. And this ten rings, yeah. So one of my favorite artists uh, is Candy Wiley. I remember when I first started going to museums, I noticed that there wasn't a lot of Asian representation, at least in the museums that I was going to. And on top of that, there wasn't a lot of representation for other cultures um, either. And Candy Wiley is this artist who paints these ginormous, large-scale paintings. Of, um, of black Americans on top of these Rococo backgrounds. And I think that's such a powerful statement because when a child walks into a museum and she looks up at this like 20, 30 foot painting and she sees a black man or a black woman um, that represents who she can be and, um, and her community, uh, I think that um, artists create these like by, by going to the museum space and creating representation for underrepresented communities is a very powerful statement. And although Wiley um, paints African-Americans, um, I just think that's very inspirational as an, as an Asian artist because I want to be able to do something of that kind of impact for my communities. 
um, because I don't have a lot of representation. Yeah, like that's the end goal is to do something that affects the entire community in a big way, right? Exactly, bro. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I, that's my dream and that's what I'm going to hold on to as I create work uh, from here on out. Um, that's something yeah, I'm... an admiral dream, dude. It's that's... great. So I have a question for you, Chris. As a creative, how do you think you can get yourself and your work out there for um, the, the Vietnamese community? Like, how do I get the things that I'm, all of the project that I'm a part of and display that and deliver that to the Vietnamese community? Exactly. Like, how are you going to reach out mm -hmm. to these people? How are you going to get them, um, right, right. how are you going to get their attention? Let's see. So, I mean, this is still something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the ideas that I've had so far include a lot of the social media posts where it'll tie into the younger Asian American generation. Hopefully it'll be of value to them and they'll appreciate it and maybe repost that. But it's also important too, to maybe be involved in some community service outreach programs. Um, for example, in the Orange County area, I was involved with the Boys and Girls Club and through that organization, I was able to directly be involved with a lot of the youths in that area, specifically Fountain Valley which for those of you who don't know is a predominantly Vietnamese community. So I was right, right there in the middle of it. And I think it's doing all of these small things like that with these outreach programs where you really do make a lasting impression and you have an opportunity to kind of get your name and some of the work that you do and what you're all about to the rest of that community. Okay. Um, as a creative, I've been guilty of being um, kind of stuck in the studio where uh, almost all of my time has been going towards uh, work and school. Um, but now that I'm graduating and I have the freedom to create um, what I want to make as an artist, um, I'm starting to think a lot more about community um, and how I can steer my projects to specifically help these people um, instead of creating um, you know, projects that are just for like homework assignments. And I think it's really cool that you said, um, you talked about your experience working with outreach programs because um, I used to work with kids school. I was a, I, my first job was actually tutoring. I remember how meaningful it was to impact these children and to help shape their lives in a beneficial way. I wanna use art to do that same thing. And I guess that's something I'm starting to think about now. I think you just gave me my first step is to maybe to reach out to nonprofits and outreach programs who are already working with the communities that I'm interested in, like the uh, Vietnamese community and the uh, basketball community, as well as the art community. Yeah, it's so important to essentially network and know who are the best people to reach out to so that you can have a bigger platform and show a little bit more work and help for the community that you serve. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I want to do eventually, uh, like my big boy dream, is to um, establish my own creative studio where I get to direct campaigns that specifically work with these communities. But as a senior at Cal State Long Beach who um, doesn't have that kind of platform yet, um, I've been thinking about ways in which I can help out communities um, because, because I don't have the platform to reach out to these people. But I think 
what I can start to do is um, find people who do have the platform and help them with their mission, um, which is which also aligns with my my very own. It's really important to have creatives that share the same vision that you have and who are along the same path as you. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening, um, who are also struggling with finding your own community, um, I would suggest doing a little bit of self-reflection to think about who you are and what you care about. And I think the answer um, will, will reveal itself to you. And, um, and then you'll know who your community is. And uh, like Chris said, uh, you, can, you can work with these outreach programs and um, that's how you can get started. Um, one artist I find very inspirational is uh, Malene Barnett. Um, she is an artist who paints, uh, makes ceramics, and um, creates these very beautiful rugs. And I listened in on a podcast that she was featured in, and she talked about insiders versus outsiders. And what she does is um, she works with the African community. And so she actually makes trips out to um, Africa and she, um, she stays there, she lives there for um, however long she needs to, and she, she becomes a part of the community. Um, so rather than just, um, you know, being an outsider, she actually, um, she becomes a, a real part of the community and she, she learns from the community and she uses all of this knowledge um, to create art. And I think the coolest thing about that um, going back to the points we made in the beginning is um, not only does she create art, but she creates art that documents that community in Africa um, that doesn't have the platform to reach people um, around the world. And uh, by doing so, she also reflects um, the community values and she reflects um, and she expresses their stories through her art, which I think is so fascinating. Yeah, it's so great that she can express her community through her art. That's that's something that's really respected, and I don't. I think I think that's actually pretty rare, right, Dennis? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people actually go so far as to move to another continent, um, just to learn about people. Like I feel like, you know, some of us might just do research online or or watch a film and um. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that is for a lot of us, um, our primary source of like education is just the media um, that we that are available to us and the resources that we have. Um, Malene Bennett, uh, Malene Barnett, um, you know, like went all the way out there, and uh, that's really inspiring. And uh, I think that's like a lesson for me um, to um, is to uh, not only just learn about communities, but also um, integrate my lifestyle with their their own yeah it's something really awesome for us to aspire and admire even if we may not be able to actually move to another country instead but something to always keep in mind so i guess i want to end with um talking about the value of community um chris why is community so important to you why are you dedicating um your work um to serve the community so, so for me, community, community is so important because it's where I was raised up. It's where I came from. I owe a lot of my personality, my habits because of my Asian American community. Like, it's kind of helped shape who I am as a person. So 
that's the reason why I give back. That's the reason why I want to be very big on representation of Asian American community. And I want to be able to help others in that community since that's where I came from as well. Like I know the struggle and I want to also help others who are going through that same struggle. That's awesome, man. Um, I'm here to support you along your journey. Uh, and, and I'm very inspired by what you're doing. And, you know, I take that and I, and I use it as motivation to, um, you know, get going on uh, finding ways to help out my own communities. For me personally, uh, the reason why I value community so much is because as a kid, I didn't have a sense of belonging. I grew up in a very secluded town who, where there wasn't a lot of diversity. And so they kind of saw me as like this token Asian kid. But what was interesting is that I, my parents brought me to um, like this Vietnamese church, uh, maybe in like the sixth grade, where like um, I found like this Asian community. Um, but those kids didn't think I belonged either because for them, I was like this whitewashed kid who didn't know anything about my culture, um, which was really strange as a kid because I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. Um, and eventually I found my own communities and these people gave me a support system and I built strong friendships um, through this community. Isn't it so weird how sometimes you're Asian, but you're not Asian enough? Yeah, I, I don't understand you're, it. You're, you're caught in between two worlds where you're essentially a border character. You exemplify traits from each aspect of the groups, but you don't just quite fit in, do you? No, and for me that was a struggle as a kid, but now as an artist, I think it's such an interesting place um, because there's so much conflict there and there's so many interesting ideas there that I can use that um, to create art. Um, on top of uh, the sense of belonging, um, I think community is very important as a place to exchange knowledge and ideas. One of the communities I found uh, in my life is uh, is a community at LA City College. Um, I remember when I was first picking out a city college, uh, I knew for sure that I didn't want to go to a community back home because of how um, narrow-minded people are out here and how discriminatory it is and, uh, and how, and it's, you know, it wasn't very diverse and I wanted a place that was filled with culture. So I very, I impulsively just looked up community colleges in LA I clicked the first one that popped up, which was LA City College, and and I found this this network of artists there um, who completely changed the way I thought about a lot of different things in life. Um, it was like this hub of just different types of people just channeling um, their ideas through each other. Yeah, so different people channeling their ideas to each other, and what, what, what else was so great about that, Dennis? Um, I feel like for, for me, it gave me this place to open up and, um, and share my own ideas. I feel like in back home where um, people looked at me a type of way, I was maybe hesitant to, sh to, share, um, to share my culture. For example, like at school, like if I brought like some fish to school, like kids would be like, dude, what the fuck is that? Like they, they would be so weirded out about my culture. But in L.A., the coolest thing was that people were were open to new ideas and learning about um, new people, and I was yeah, so, and I was able to openly express myself. So would you say that you made a pretty good choice in choosing LA since 
it give you an outlet and opportunity to kind of show everyone like what you're all about yeah and on top of that it also gave me a place to um kind of create myself create a new version of myself um it wasn't like a complete 180 but i think i just got to like take all this new knowledge and, and continue to grow as a person and as a creative and i think what i really got out of that was um finding a purpose uh, and finding a cause that I wanted to fight for and support as an artist and as a creative. Um, I found I found a lot of different things that I became interested in and things that I stand by and I'm committed to um, and I'm committed to creating work that is able to express the community. It's yeah, yeah it's so important to. Express the community with the work that you do. So just to recap, we talked about how creatives can have an impact on community, whether that be through entertainment, reflecting community values, documenting history, starting dialogue, or educating other people. Um, those are those are some of the ways in which artists and creatives can have an impact. But there's so many more, and I don't want you guys to limit yourself to these five ideas. But these are five ways in which you can get started. Um, to have an impact on your community. Um, we also talked about different artists and what they've done to get a better sense of community as well. And um, and I think, and Chris mentioned something um, I think that was key, at least for myself, was uh, to get in yourself involved with uh, outreach programs or um, community programs who are already doing work for the communities. I think that will give um, you a platform to express yourself um, while helping out these communities. So, and, we're, and we also talked about the importance of community and the value of having a place where you can essentially be yourself, have a strong support system with similar people who respect you and respect what it all means to you. And uh, so, guys, if you learned something from today's podcast or were inspired by what we had to say, uh, please share this with another person that you think it could also help. Yeah, we appreciate everyone taking their time to listen to us talk about our interesting perspectives. And we want to just thank you guys for everything you guys have done. So, guys, with that being said, thank you for coming back onto the art board and joining us here. Uh, for a conversation about art, design, creators, and um, the things that we value. If you guys have any more questions, please go ahead and DM us, and we'll be sure to address everything within the scope of our ability. Thank you guys. Good night.